Dude, how cool would it be to have a hoverboard from Back to the Future? Bro, if I had a hoverboard like that, I would be on so much child support papers because I would be getting laid all the time. Oh, are those tacos? You better believe they're tacos. Mr. Tucker. Who would have thought they'd have tacos here? You realize that's probably a camel ass taco. Oh my wife, I wouldn't drink tonight. Give me one of those famous giant beers I heard so much about. Oh, what's it your lips? It's so good. Stop the episode already. What are we doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Tacos with Beer. I'm Alfie. And I'm Phil. What's going on, bro? Oh, man, this week has been, like, crazy. Because, like, last time we talked, um, you were telling me about your internet. And yeah. I came here and did a speed test, and yeah. you're like, internet's like ridiculously fast, like just so fast. And I was kind of getting jealous because I'm like, yo, I'm going to go home <laughs> and test out yeah. my stuff, right? So um, I tested mine out, and I was getting like 25 megabytes per second download. And when I came over here, bro, you were getting like the same amount of download speed was the same amount of upload speed you were right. getting. And I was a little jealous because I was like, bro... You can put stuff on YouTube and upload stuff real quick. As yeah. if you do it at my house, you're gonna be like, you know, you're gonna be there for a day and a half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to uh, upload just like yeah, because you know, minutes. I was talking to you about the system that I put in here. It was a mesh system, right? Which yeah. allowed me to have those kind of speeds. Yeah, you upload, download speeds, exactly. and you know, and you know it what? Kind of changed. Yeah, it did my fucking world because here. I went and I ended up uh, ordering the mesh system for my home. Yeah, and you know. The, I had a lot of bunch of dead spots in my house. So when I put those mesh systems in, I have no more dead spots. And I think it's because it is a Wi-Fi extender, but the amount of like, you know, megabytes it actually pushes yeah. out. Cause you know, the stuff they give you from the providers it's changing. Yeah. The stuff the providers give you, they just garbage. Yeah. That's I how know. they make their money. Yeah. Especially if you have multiple people running a ton of stuff, Yeah, you know, on Wi-Fi at the same time, it starts to slow everything yeah, down. Especially, like, you know, cause you got kids, they're like, gaming it being on their laptops yeah. or on their tablets and yeah like for me um like the one thing about mine was uh like i got you know my phone my tv like everything i run is off the internet like i have uh my my fridge runs off the internet it's crazy yeah, right technology right and then i have my <laughs> my wrote my my ring the doorbell, yeah. the camera, it runs off of Wi-Fi. And, man, it was so slow. Like, it would take forever to upload. And it's because, you know, my Wi-Fi wasn't shooting that far. But when I got that mesh system, bro, everything is like, bunch of stuff. yes. And I was just like, bro. And then I started looking at the downloading speed. I'm like, I'm still not getting what Alfonso's is getting. You know, but then <laughs> yeah. I did my research, and it's like, well, you're getting fiber over here, and I'm not. So, yeah. at my place. Yeah. So, but, hey, I also, but at least it's it got significantly better. So Yeah, it did. It did. That's that's actually the really good thing because, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, without when you're using the stuff that they give you, it sucks, man. Like, especially if the places that need to be on Wi-Fi are, like, really far away from the source. Like, good luck trying to get some decent signal from yeah. there. So when I, I had changed providers and now I'm, like, checking out my, you know, my test speed and everything. And, bro, I'm getting, like. A lot better. Yeah, it's like stupid fast. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I want it to go faster. <laughs> and they're like, my wife's like, well, I don't really care. As long as the, everything works. I'm like, well, do you like it buffering? 
Okay. Well, I got to <laughs> fix that. So I think that's just been like consuming my mind. And one thing about me is like, I know about production, right? You know, I could tell you all yeah. about that, but I can't tell you anything about computer science. Like I'm still a learning process. <laughs> yeah. Like late, like when I got the new router, like I was actually figuring out what, you know, 22.4 gigahertz and five gigahertz and what they actually do. Right. You know, the dual band. Like right. I didn't know what none of that meant until I started doing a lot of research. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. so moral lesson today, guys do your research. Yeah, exactly, man. Especially if you want to learn about the internet. Yeah, because, man, it's, it's... If you figure out that the crap that they give you is literally crap, then you will figure out a way to get way better internet. Exactly. And that is just buy a better router. Basically. And we definitely recommend a mesh system. If you don't have one, get one. <laughs> yeah. trust me, it's really, really good. If you don't know what a mesh system is... Uh, it's basically uh, it's a it's a it's a tower that shoots out the amount of Wi-Fi in your home that allows a lot of megabytes to push through that Wi-Fi. And it also works as an ex- uh, extender. So if you are really far away and you're not getting very good, uh, like if there's a certain room that you have in your yeah, house and it's like not, I can't go that far because I'll start losing Wi-Fi. Yeah, get that and that the mesh system all. will fix that. Yeah, you know so. I'm a living testimony. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the mesh system. Team, I know, bro. right? That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know. You finally got those good internet speeds for all that porn you've been downloading. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Ian McGregor says Disney Plus Obi-Wan's Kenobi series will start shooting in March. Oh, I know everybody's freaking excited ah. about that. I know I am. I know a lot of people always say, like, you you like Star Wars. And I'm like, man, oh, if you say guy. anything You're wrong about... Yeah, if you say anything wrong about Star Wars, I'll literally punch you in your face. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because Star Wars is life. I'm sorry. It it's funny. so cool. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Dude, it's it's so cool that even Disney built a whole park around it. You ain't so. lying. So if, you, if Disney did it, then you know it's on fire. <laughs> yeah. It's Okay, so the first the funny thing about it is when we first, uh, me and my wife first started dating, yeah. um, I asked her, I was like, you watch Star Wars? She's like, um, I don't remember. I'm like, oh, my God. So <laughs> we literally spent yeah. like a day and a half, and I yeah. had got um, before – Streaming services, of course, was booming. Um, you know, we got this thing called DVDs. You right, know, a lot of people right. don't know what those are. But I had got the whole collection of Star Wars. You know, I got episode, Blu-rays, but yeah, you know. well, it's episode one, two, three, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. You know, I had before the new Star Wars came out, and uh, I we literally sat down and watched. Every, I caught her up to speed all on of them. all the Star Wars. So she didn't hate you at the end of it. Nah, <laughs> man, I think it, I think it brought us closer together. Nice. That's cool as shit, so. man. Well, I'm really excited because Ed, uh, Ian McGregor confirmed on Friday's The Graham Norton Show that his Disney Plus series about Obi-Wan Kenobi will start shooting in March 2021 after being delayed by the pandemic. So, you know, just like everything else that's been going on, uh, uh, all these shows being uh, delayed. Yeah. You know, another one, Stranger Things. Uh, yeah. Stranger Things, everybody's waiting for it. It got delayed. That was another one for me that I've been, like, really, really waiting on. I know we did a whole episode on that. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, so it's like the this pandemic has been slowing everything down. But as of March next year, they're going to start shooting, you know, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh. And I'm super excited that Ian, e, I'm sorry, I keep saying Ian. His name is Ewan. Ewan? Ewan. Edwin. Edwin. 
Edwin. Edwin, something like that. <laughs> the original no, Obi Wan Kenobi from series one to three. <laughs> yeah. So if exactly. you're, you know, if you if you don't know Star Wars and if you've seen kind of episode one, two, and three, he plays the younger version of Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, which the original was played by Sir Alec Guinness, mm-hmm. the older Obi Wan Kenobi to the original Star Wars films in, from 1977. I wonder where they're gonna. I wonder who they're gonna, you know, play as the villain. I haven't, you know, I haven't even really thought about that, right? So, like, here, let me tell you this. So, McGregor said he will think of how Guinness, who's the original Obi-Wan Kenobi, would have played a younger version of that Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, the series itself <clears throat> is going to be a six-episode show set eight years after Revenge of the Sith and oh. 11 years before A New Hope. It's a time when the Jedi Order has been severely diminished. Yeah. So, hit me with all your theories. <laughs> Um, I have no idea who the villain is going to be, to be honest. I really, I mean, would it be cool if they brought Darth Maul somewhere in there? Because that they killed that guy off so early. Yeah, and like, I think uh, he was just like... That was like one of the best, best. And if you don't know who Darth Maul is, he's the red guy that has the lightsabers He's one of the best Siths, man. He's, I love it. He has two lightsabers, one on the end and one on the front of his lightsaber. And it's basically a Yeah, stick. it's both like... Both ends are on yeah. a saber, which was so cool, man. Like that was one of the things that Lucas wanted to do when he shot these. Uh, when he shot, technically, I guess it would be four, five, and six, but in the order that they're shot in, they're prequels. So he really wanted to emphasize the battles, the lightsaber battles, yeah. and you see that with um, Darth Maul as a Sith. You know, like Obi Wan Kenobi going at it, at it with him. Like, yeah. oh man, that is beautiful. It's something amazing to behold. Uh, I just, you know. I'm nerding out over here. Like, <laughs> I know um, I can see. You're about to chill out. I'm like, you're about to fall back in your seat. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm excited. We got all this stuff going on over here. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Don't lean too far back. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> fall into a black hole. <laughs> all right, so black holes. <laughs> a black hole seen eating a star causing disruption event visible in telescopes around the world. So for the first time ever, we recorded... We recorded a star <laughs> falling into a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry. that is super exciting <laughs> for me because, you know, dude, I love space. I love anything about the cosmos. And this happening and me able, me being able to watch it was honestly like one of the greatest things I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It was beautiful. Was it better watching porn? <laughs> it was better than watching porn. Wow. <laughs> Don't want to get in trouble with that. <laughs> Scientists have watched a rare blast of light from a star as it was eaten by a black hole. The unusual tidal disruption event was visible uh, visible in telescopes around the world. It appeared as a bright flare of energy, uh, the closest of its kind ever recorded, at just 215 uh, 215 million light years away. Such events happen when a star gets too near a black hole and it's pulled by its extreme gravity, which... You know, if you know anything about black holes, man, dude, uh, uh, once that star gets near that event horizon, the uh, event horizon, the gravity field is too strong that it'll le- it'll literally take anything around it. Nothing can escape, not even light. You know, when we, when we get on the show, I notice we talk a lot about space. I know, man. I love space, dude. I'm like really, really into astronomy, yeah. you know, and it's like. The I think cosmos co- fascinates the shit out of me, dude. I'm like really, really crazy about it. You know, I you love know, looking at space. You know what? Speaking of space, you know what's what the space uh, new space games out right now? 
It's a game called Among Us. Uh, Have you tried yes. that game or played yeah. it? I you asked me about that last time, and you know I never really uh I never really played. It. I was just like Ugh, whatever, <sighs> whatever. Well, this past weekend though, you know I was hanging out with my family over at my sister's house, and we we had a cookout. You know we grilled a bunch of tacos. Yeah, and uh, everybody was playing Among Us, so I finally got on it with them, and we and I played it's pretty a fun, right? Rounds. Yeah, it, it's cool. Man. I it's I really different. I really didn't get introduced to it. Um. And so I was with uh, my family. Same thing with you. I was at my family gather, like a family gathering, and then my, my brother in law was like, "Hey, y'all want to play Among Us?" Now I always see my kids playing it, yeah. and I never knew what it was. I was just like, "Oh, you know, my kids playing another game, you know, that they're all hooked onto." And he they asked me want to play Among Us, and I was like, "Yeah." Usually I would say yeah, but you know, this time I was like, mm, I, don't, "I don't know." But when my brother in law was like, "Hey, let's play Among Us," I was like, "What's that?" My kids are like, "Oh, I want to play." Yeah, they were play. like, ooh, dude, hit it up. Yeah, and I was like, well, what is Start that? Start that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's exactly how it was. And then, um, so he explained the rules of the game. Is basically, you're, you know, you're, there's space guys. There's like, I think it's like 10 to a, uh, 10 to a game. And yeah. there's, you're, there's, you can, uh, there's like a group of people. Um, and the people who are the crewmates, they can go around like doing tasks and stuff, like fixing the ship. And then you have three to two or one killers among you. Right. So, you know, they're going around killing people and you got to figure out who's the killer. Yeah. So it's kind of like uh, playing Clue. I don't know if you remember playing that. Yeah, um, of course. Game. You didn't play Clue. <laughs> yeah. So basically it's that. But once you find like a dead body somewhere or you can actually do a team meeting and you can kind of discuss. Does that look sus? Yeah. This is like the new word now, sus. But I think <laughs> I don't think they know how to spell suspect, to be honest. Or what is it? Suspicious? Suspicious? Suspicious. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's that's short for suspicious. So you right, know, you get on the yeah. thing, and my funny thing it's is usually the red guy too. Yeah, right? yeah. It's always the that the red funny fucker. thing for me is when I get on the chat, they're always going to be like, you know, who do you think it was? Who do you, who who, who who do you think the killer is? My my little getaway is yeah. I'm about to say I'm about to share my my about to share my secret right now. Oh, spill them out. Uh, Let us know. Spill your. I guts. always say it's you know so and so, and they're like, how do you know? I'll be like, oh, because I was on the security cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them do it. I was literally on security cameras and saw them kill it. So, right. and this, they were like, what? And it's like funny because everybody believes me, but yeah. you know, hopefully. But it's, so it's like, once you die though, they give you like a, you have like a little chat thing that comes up, right? Where you can actually start typing in like, all right, I think it's this person. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. Is that, you know, cause even my little nephew who's like five or six years old. He was like, he killed me. I'm telling you, it was this guy. You <laughs> and know, you can so vote him off. You Everybody yeah. can vote. Sometimes yeah. you can vote off the wrong person. And once you vote off the wrong person, they're gone. Like, you have to wait for the next game. <laughs> so it's so I, even if it's the wrong person who wasn't an actual killer. Yeah. I mean, not the killer or the. Yeah, the, sus, impo- the imposter. Yeah, the imposter. Yeah, if it's the. Imp- he'd be gone while the imposter still roaming around yeah, killing, killing people. Exactly. And then, you yeah, know. So the, it's kind of cool. They give you a bunch of tasks, right, that you have to do and complete. Yeah. Right, so it's like, go open this door with this card and do this and do that. Yeah. So the thing about it is, like, if the only way the crewmates win is if they have to complete all the tasks. The only way the imposter wins is he has to kill all everybody. Oh, so yeah. that's the way they win, you know. So it's it's pretty cool. So it's like I'll be voting. Like I play a lot with my brother in law, my sister in law, and my other brother in law. We yeah. like we even got like a group, like a group message. Are you guys on Discord or what? No, 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 no. We're like on um, the iPhone text message. Oh, the text messages. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're on that, and we have like a uh, our name is called Acting Sus. <laughs> so <laughs> so hey, wait a minute. 
I haven't been invited to this. Well, because you fuck, said, you, bro. I know, because when I told you about it, you were like, man, that's a fucking game. I feel kind of left out. Well, I didn't know you liked it. I'm going to add you to the group. Oh, all right. All right. Okay, I mean, okay. I don't know if they're going to accept you, but they'll add you to <laughs> the group. Like, Who's this guy? Yeah, He's right. He's kind of sus. So, it's, so we be sending like funny ass memes to each other on that thing. Yeah. And it's, we can, and it's cool thing about Among Us is you can actually play and not be in the same room with somebody. So, they can be at their house. And you just like get hey the private code is this. Oh and my god! Do you remember last week I sent you a fucked up one because yeah. we talked about American <laughs> Killer, and it was a picture of his family, yeah. and it said on top, "This there's guy a, is not one of no, them." It says, no, there's a, it says there's a there's an there's an imposter among us. I was like, wow, savage. Uh, see, you can't be on our group. I, what, I, I'm too savage. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, come on. Dude. No, so you know what? I took that bean that you gave me and I put it on the the group. They were like, <laughs> "Wow!" Somebody, you know, they wrote their gifts. They're like, "Too soon." <laughs> yeah, that's definitely too soon. But as soon as I saw that, since you had talked to me about that, I was like, "I'm gonna send this shit to Phil." Yeah, because I have seen a bunch of memes, you know. But I'm like, since I hadn't really played it, I was like. Okay, who am I going to send it to? But I understand it because, you know, I, I've seen the game. I know the concept. I've seen all that stuff. And it wasn't until this past weekend that I actually played it. And uh, I kind of got into the game now. And, you know, we're playing. So I'm like, The okay. funny thing about it now is that my wife's heavily addicted to it. So I'm sitting there. <laughs> Why is she always getting addicted to everything? I don't know. I don't know. Dude. I'll be watching TV. <laughs> and then I'm like, babe, what are you doing? I'm thinking she's on. First, it was TikTok. Now it was, you know, just something. Now we got on Among Us. And I see her, like, just, you know, her her hands are just moving really fast. And, yeah. you know, there she's typing. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to this game. And I was like, jeez, woman. Is she the one who introduced you? Oh, no, no, no. You no, said it was the my, family thing. Yeah, it was right. the family so gets her. My brother-in-law. Yeah. You had an actual No, that's, she, she, that's when she got introduced to us that day. So we're playing, and she comes in. She's like, what are y'all doing? Because we're all just laughing, having a good old time, just right. playing all on our phones. And she's like, what are y'all playing? And I told her, and she just kind of, like, was watching. And then she jumped in, and all of a sudden, she's like an Among Us fanatic <laughs> yeah. now. I swear, yeah. I, like, I feel like I get her addicted to stuff. I need to stop. Yeah, dude, don't introduce her to meth. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies, are you ready to get your nails on point? Then I got the perfect person for you. Get nailed by Laura G. She's top-notch at acrylic coffins, stilettos, and square shapes. Rated as one of DFW's top nail tech. Check out some of her work. Or for more booking info, follow her on her Instagram page at Nailed by Laura G. Go get right for the night, ladies. Hey, you know, I'm pretty nerdy by trade you really? know so we, we can't we can't tell <laughs> so what one, one of my favorite genres out there is sci uh sci-fi you know science yeah. fiction i loved ever since i know I was a I'm kid. Sec- secretly i love science fiction too i think it's because you know our pop culture us growing up that had a lot to do with you know our time to- our childhood was science fiction yeah yeah you know so like one of the things that really, really influenced me a lot as a kid was, you know, watching sci-fi movies. You know, one of my favorite movies of all time, and it actually is a trilogy, is Back to the Future. Yeah, I love you know, Back to it's the like Future. The, you know, like everything that you can imagine about time traveling, yes. you know, and it's like going into the future or back in time, which the first one, he goes back in time, Marty McFly. Yeah. I actually got a chance to sit in the uh, time, uh, the uh, the DeLorean. Oh, yeah, the DeLorean? Yeah, I actually got a chance to sit in one. Oh, and, really? That's yeah, cool. Yeah, so somebody actually... Um, Where'd you do that? Well, it was at my job. They had it uh, as a uh, as a kind of like a prop. Oh, and my God. And somebody spent so, cool. so much money 
like just putting everything together. And I think it yeah. was like an extra in an actual movie. So they had brought it down what? where I was working, and I got a Dude, chance to take so a cool. yeah, I got a chance to take a picture with it. I got to sit in it. And I'm like, man, you know, this is so freaking cool. Like, I've always <laughs> yeah. been a fan about time traveling, just period, because right. I honestly believe that it's real. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, don't get they me started. go with these fucking wild theories. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly feel like, you know, time traveling is real. And I feel like, you know, some of the stuff that's happened right now is because somebody from the future went back to the past and started messing around with some stuff. I'm not going to say no names, Donald Trump, but, you know, <laughs> you ever heard that theory about uh, burying Trump's marvelous adventure or something like that? No. Oh, no. I, I would only, Definitely don't Definitely got, I never got into I that act, conspiracy theory. Yeah, I, I, it's a whole theory that I don't think we have time to talk about on this show, but that's for another episode. Well, now I'm kind of really interested because now I want to know what the fuck that theory is. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> well, basically what it is, it's like, uh, it's a book that was written back in like 1887. Yeah, and it talks about um the uh, the 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 book is called Baron Trump, and it's about a little boy. He goes on this adventure, but then he ends up coming across like this wizard. And it's funny because the names in the book are like Nicholas Tesla, you know. And then the the last book of it, he ends up like time traveling, and he ends up going to the future, and then he ends up uh, becoming the president. And then the last book of the uh, of the actual um. Well, of the of the series is called the last president, so yeah, it's pretty crazy. Man. Oh my god, is Donald Trump the last president? I don't know. I don't oh. know the way every the, the way the world's theories. going. The way the world's going, I'm pretty sure. But you know, it's funny that you talk about the DeLorean that they brought to your job. Well, you know, when I was a kid at Universal Studios, the ride that oh, yes. they have now that's the Simpsons ride. Yeah. That used to be Back to the Future. Oh, really? So it was like you would get into a DeLorean. Yeah. And then you would like time travel. Yeah. You would go through like the Jurassic Park yeah. period. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, did you get on yeah, that? Yeah, when I was little, um, back uh, back in when I was like 10, 11, um, yeah. we, they had the Back to the Future simulation yeah. ride. And, was so, and it's funny because we all the rides that me and my parents and everybody talk about, that is the only ride that we remember that was like <laughs> insane because yeah. you're in the stimulation. But yeah. now, now a lot of the rides that are in Universal are all stimulation rides. Yeah, most of them are, you know, like, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a Simpsons ride now, yeah. which is really fucking yeah, we cool, went, though. Uh, we went to, uh, to be honest, it is honestly like an acid trip. Like, yeah. when you get in that ride and you go through that whole whole thing yeah like i walked out of there going like is that what is that what like taking acid feels like because i've never done that so i was like it just hit me going like dude that was so insane so intense i was like all the animation like everything you know because it's kind of four-dimensional where you can kind of feel things and stuff yeah so that was cool as shit but that used to be back to the future yeah i remember when we went to uh universal studios did you do the uh harry potter stuff yep we did it all oh man oh my god dude okay so that harry potter ride the one that's the same thing where it's all like stimulation uh, yeah where you're on that ride coaster and you're like yeah you're riding then you turn and Dude. then they, they do this whole big old form Holy shit, bro. I thought, yeah. I honestly was like, that is one of the fucking coolest rides I've ever yeah, been Yeah, I like on. the fact that when you're waiting in line, like, you're going through, like, the, like, first you're going through, like, the bank, and then you're going through, like, underground. And yeah, like, the yeah. Yes. It's pretty cool. Everything like, that they set up, you know, like, yeah. if you're in uh, Dumbledore's, like, little room, I mean, I guess his office, yeah. you know? So that was really cool. Yeah. And, you know, the, the cool thing about it for me was, because me and my nephew got on it, it at some point the ride stalled so then we had to go back like it stalled and then it kept going and then by the time we like, ended did the ride mess up 
Yeah, it kind of oh, stalled, wow. right? So, yeah. like, it was like, you know how it's like screens and it kind of like stopped at a screen? Yeah. But it's, a, it's an actual roller coaster just like going through all these screens. Yeah. And uh, so it kind of stopped and then it kept going. And by the time we were done, the guys were like, hey, we noticed y'all's ride stop. If you guys want to get on it right now and nice. go again, we were like, hell yeah. So we got on it and like right at the beginning, it stalled again. Uh, and then we got through the whole thing all over. And then they were like, if you guys want to ride again, we were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so we got, the guy, we got to ride it three times in a row. And like the last time it was all the way through. But to be honest, like those stalls didn't do shit for me. Like they didn't like bother me at all, you know? So just getting through that whole thing, I was like, yeah, that was it was cool as shit that I got to ride it three times. Yeah, I'll whole, go ride that bitch again right now. <laughs> that whole uh, Harry Potter experience, the whole Harry Potter um, park at the uh, Universal Studios, it's a, it's a big trip, man. Like, everything in Universal Studios is a trip because it's like you're actually in in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the shows that they do, the shows, they're pretty awesome. Um, the, Did uh, you do the Waterworld show? Which one was that one? It's the, uh, remember the movie Waterworld? Mm-mm. They have a whole show based oh, on the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about where you have to sit down and then you see the big pyros and all that stuff. Yeah. We didn't get a chance to. You didn't watch that, no, bro. Because, that is like one of the best ones there, too. Well, I think at that time when we went, we didn't. it, it wasn't. A, it, they weren't going to have it because, you know, a lot of times the weather has an effect in it. Oh, okay. So, so like, what, like, you went, like, when it was raining went, or something? Or okay, what? so in Florida, it rains, like, for, like, 20 minutes and then it stops. And then it rains another hour, then it stops. Oh, okay. So you went to the one in Florida. I'm talking about the one in California. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't yeah. know that they had something like, I didn't know it was identical. Yeah, it's a, a, um, it is identical. The only thing is the Disney World is a lot bigger than Disneyland. Right. Yeah, I know that. But, but I didn't Universal. know that Disney, I mean, um, uh, Universal Studios was pretty similar to what they had in California. I think so. I've never been the one in California. I've always been the one in Florida. Yeah, but like now that you're, we're talking about it, because I thought you were talking about the one in California. I was no. like, oh, I didn't know you went down there no, for I, that. No, I've never. The only time I ever went to California was when I was on Judge Judy. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and you know what's so cool about like the Harry Potter shit is like they had they have Diagon Alley, so you can go pick out a wand. Yeah, you that's, know? How, that's how it is over there. At, uh, oh, really? Over there in Florida. Yeah, dude, the whole thing, it's kind of like a mini map of Hogwarts, you know, so it's it's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah, it is. It's pretty, like I said, the whole, the buildings they built, the texture of it, and it's crazy because, like, the, the Hogwarts building, like, it looks like it's so far away, but it's up on yeah. the hill, but if you look at it, it's really not that big, it's just yeah. an illusion of it. Yeah, you know my profile picture yeah. on Facebook? Yeah. It's with me and my family of that, where it looks like it's really far away, but it's really not. It's real. Yeah, but it's, it's Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's fucking cool as shit, man. Yeah. I had, me and my family, we had a blast down there. We you know, it was the first time that I had gone back uh, since I was a kid. And also, the shitty part, though, was that they were redoing Jurassic Park. Aww. Dude. Okay, so I was so excited because that's, like, one of the one of the rides that I remember going, getting on, and, like, you know, they have all the dinosaurs pop yeah. out. But they were, re, they were remodeling, it, uh, remodeling it due to the new movie that just came out, right? Yeah. So they're, like, updating it. And so when we got there, they didn't have it. it was, I mean, like, they were remodeling that bitch. No, actually, like, we oh, were... Sad face. Um, when we went, they were actually tearing it down. Like, we got to actually experience the last, like, two weeks of the ride going on before they tear it down because they were, we were about to remodel it. Oh, they were it. about to remodel it? Yeah. So, so you guys to, did get to get on? Yeah, we got to get on the, the Jurassic Park. I got to take a picture with the Velociraptor and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, man, I, my it's wife... It's like when you hit the top of that hill and that freaking huge T-Rex yeah, comes out. Comes like, like, and then you hit that big-ass drop. Yeah, it's funny because when... um. When you see the picture, like, I'm just like, 
<laughs> you, know, you know what's funny is like my mom my mom was a savage dude like i'd be scared to get on shit she'd be like come on let's go she'd walk she'd come out in all the pictures smiling you know i'm over here hiding and shit <laughs> so that was that was cool man now, there's one picture where um where i'm going through that drop in my like i'm holding on and they're like you can tell like i was like fair for my life i don't know why I think it's just because the whole quick drop. I'm just like, and you're like, a pussy. Yeah, I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> so we have like the uh, Terminator trilogy, which is another really good, another good set of films, man. I love, I remember watching the Terminator going like, what? This was amazing. Once as far again, as action once going. Again, Terminator talks about time traveling. I'm telling you, I'm telling you it's real. Yeah, dude, you might be right. I don't know. I'm telling you, it's real. Dude, I believe a lot of crazy shit, but time the traveling more, is not one of them. I know, but <laughs> it's all the stuff that you're into requires time traveling. Yeah, yeah, so I know that's you, true. Hollywood's giving us a hint. <laughs> Trump, somebody in Trump. there, somebody in there knows I mean, what's even going look, on. Look at the Simpsons. They always yeah. they predicted a lot of deaths. They've you know <laughs> they put it into their shows and. Did they get lucky? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if conspiracy look, theories out there, hit us up with just, your. You know, don't even hit me up. Just give me, a, just give me the lottery numbers. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm asking for. I just want to make money. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, man, like Terminator, Terminator the original was really fucking cool. But I think Terminator Two was one of the better ones. Yes, for uh, me, Judgment just Day. because, yeah, you know they have that kid. Yeah. Um. God, what's his name? Uh, John Connor. John. You Connor, know, as a yeah. as a kid. Yeah. And uh, Sarah Connor. You know, he has his own personal Terminator. I was like, how cool would that be? Yeah. You know, because we were the same age around <laughs> the time we were watching that. We're like, dude, that's having your own personal security guard who literally put anybody through a fucking wall <laughs> and it doesn't matter how many walls you build that dude will put them through all of them you That's, know yeah i i think my favorite scene of that was the whole motorcycle scene when they're trying to get away from oh boy like the cop oh yeah he's on the 18 wheeler yeah and he's uh, like bro yeah. it's like they cannot get rid of this guy it's <laughs> yeah. like you ever you talk about like motivation and hustling you got to look at this guy because he did not stop yeah I know, and he would dude. like get shot like 20 times get up and just start hauling ass liquid metal dude yeah bro and i'm just like ah. just my favorite turn. part was when he turned his whole arm into like a, a the spear knife. yeah yeah he's just stabbing people yeah, shit. man. Like, Imagine what? that going to work. Hey, Phil, get out of my fucking face. Like, and when somebody, and when somebody says to you, "You're being, you're bumming me out," you say, "Ah, oh, damn it! Now I can't remember the line." <laughs> what was the line where he's like, "Eat my shorts"? Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Eat my shorts." Yeah. What was the other one though? Another, another really good line from that where he's actually talking to him. My favorite one is "Get to the chopper," <laughs> <laughs> where he's telling him how to be a lot more human. So it was yeah. like, "Eat my shorts," and damn, now the other line escapes me. I can't think of it. Somebody listening, they're like, "It's this line, you idiot!" Right? right? I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one that I remember. I'll be back. Yeah, you know, like from the original Terminator, yeah. as he like pulls out that. That shot, that shot, a uh, sawed-off shotgun from yeah. that from the flowers. Yeah, where he's like, <laughs> just blowing people. You're like, now oh when they my try God. to like when they try to do all the other Terminators, because you know you have Terminator, um, which is that one with the uh, guy who played back Christian Bale. Yeah. You have that Terminator, then you have the one. Okay, that so has, like the the ex, I guess would be like the extended exterminate. What was it? 
Days of Tomorrow, maybe. Uh, I'm not. Like I'm not really sure. The only reason why I don't remember them well is because I was not really into them. Yeah, I think they kind of. I think it's one of they. Ca- they're having a remake movies. Yeah. But, you know the remakes are always just garbage. Okay, so like a really good example of that would be Alien, right? Like yeah. the original Alien. Oh my God, amazing! And now you know Ridley Scott went back. And, you know, he tried to continue to start. Well, not continue, but he tried to show you where the alien actually orig- originates from. Oh, from like, Prometheus. Prometheus. Uh-huh. Okay, so what was the one thing that you told me about watching that movie? Okay. Because so you this, kind of fucking. Yes. I was like, what? Yeah, so I thought it was just like, when I was watching Prometheus, I thought it was just like a regular alien movie. Yeah. Like, you know, she goes and she's communicating with these aliens and then she's sitting through this thing. And then at the end, that blew my mind. Was when I saw like the alien, that you know how they insert insert you in their body, <laughs> yeah. and he's like struggling, and he falls to the ground, and a thing pops out. I was like, it freaked me out. I was like, holy crap, this movie's about aliens. <laughs> like, what? When, when, when it's it, about alien, well, or it's yeah. A, yeah, it's well, it's it kind of it's their prequel it me, that starts. Well, the I mean, theory. I mean, I guess trilogy. I guess I understood it because you know I'm I'm a really I'm a real big fan of Ridley Scott. So I the moment that movie was like they were talking about making it. I was really excited because I was like, oh, this is great. You know, they're going to the origin stories about aliens. So when I went to go watch it, you know, it was like I was just oh, the so whole time. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole time I was like, I was like, OK, so how is this going to tie into alien alien? It was until the very end, you know, that you finally see alien come out of that Prometheus dude. And I was yeah. just like, oh, my God. So this is how they make them. Yeah. So and I then mean, after that, they made Covenant and I thought. It was horrible. I was not into it. Yeah, so when I saw Prometheus, I thought it was just like a regular alien movie, to <laughs> yeah, be honest. Yeah. Like, I didn't think anything like the Alien trilogy. I just thought it was just like one another, another space, you know, you know, um, contacting alien movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but when I saw at the end, I would just, I looked at, I was like, whoever, I forgot who I was watching it with, but I looked at them, I was like, yo, this movie's about aliens. <laughs> So that just kind of blew my mind. Yeah, dude, because, well, see, that's what you're saying. It's like some of the remakes or the continuations of those movies aren't as great. Like RoboCop is another one. Right, RoboCop, Judge uh, Dredd. Yeah. Right? Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. See, I like, so so it's funny because RoboCop was my very first superhero. Like, it wasn't bad, really, Dude, I had, did you have that big-ass toy? No, yeah, I had that one, and I had another, I had a little toy. It was a little mono about this big. Yeah. And, like, you had the guns. Yeah. And it was like a cap gun. But yes. it's just like you just kind of flicked his back, and then as soon as you flicked his back, you know those caps went off. Yeah. So he's holding his gun, and his gun would go off like, pop, pop, pop. And I mean, wow, that was that's cool. That was my very that was my favorite toy, and I don't know what happened. That was me. one of my favorite toys. It's funny that you bring that up because I had a huge doll Robocop. Dog, you know, that had the gun on the side that you can open up his leg, and then the gun will pop out. It wasn't that fancy. Oh, we didn't dang. have that kind of money. Oh. Mine was just kind of like a little rubberish. But it was like an eighteen inch doll, so it was huge, you know. Yeah, well, I, I, I go around like, pretending I was RoboCop. Oh, uh, so you should you should have grew up with me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I just, that, that, that sounded rude. Yeah, because you had you had the better toys. Yeah, Shoot. Well, it was because I was the baby of the family. I'm the baby of the family too. Yeah, so but, but I'm just brother, saying, like, how many brothers and sisters you got? I have eight siblings. I'm sorry, I have eight sisters and two brothers. Yeah, I just got a sister. <laughs> That's it. Just me and my sister. <laughs> Dude, if you want to talk about my family, we'll be here all day, man. Because I have a huge family. But, yeah, anyway, so it's like uh, Judge Dredd was amazing. You yeah, know, like, Sylvester Stallone, 
I am the law. <laughs> That's my favorite line. I am the law. Dude, what are some of the RoboCop lines? He had like super iconic lines. Yeah, he had. Um, uh, what was the. Uh, oh, God damn Come it. with me if you want to live. No, no, that's, that's still, no, that's, that's still dead, Terminator. The dirt, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Oh, yeah. That you're was coming with me. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. That was my favorite <laughs> oh, yeah. one. Yes. I'm glad you remember that because yeah. I was like, damn, I, I can't saw remember the other any. Day. I can't remember any lines. When we were talking about the Batman, like on our second episode, when we were talking about Batman, and then I was talking about Frank Miller, how he screenwrited uh, RoboCop 2. As yeah, his yeah, first yeah. Primary, I went and I saw RoboCop 2. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I just saw it. Was, how it does was, it hold up? Um, it was, it's great. I love all the RoboCop movies. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like, how does it hold up now? Cause you know, it's, it's been so long. I mean, I mean, yes, the graphic is a little You're coming with this, me dead or alive. The CGI is like very terrible, but you know, yeah. You know, like, the, like when they did like RoboCop two, where they yeah. had like that, that yeah. robot. Yeah. That CGI was terrible. Even, yeah. even it the, looks like clay animation. Dude. Yeah, it, it, I'm it like, is. Is it stop animation? It's well, stop animation. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Right? It probably was stop a lot. Animation. Of, a lot of uh, like Godzilla stuff like that was stop animation. And you know, we can't talk about this without bringing Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. Jurassic Park, amazing movie of all time. Is yes. honestly. One of my favorite movies that I can watch over and over and over, man. I've seen that movie so many times I couldn't tell you. Yeah. You know, my son, he's my, my three-year-old. He's all into Jurassic Park right now. He's all into dinosaurs. And they just released a new uh, show off of Netflix called Camp. I did see that. Camp something. Yeah. But it's the Jurassic cartoon. I, didn't, I haven't watched it, but my son, is it any good? He watches it every night. Oh, and we've okay. already went through the series, and he watches it again. And watches yeah, it again. I get it, watches I get it, again. it again. Even McDonald's came out with his own toys for it. <laughs> So, oh really? Yeah, that's cool, man. But I mean, they don't oh, have it no more. It's like something else now. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the they at at, the, at some point they had toys for that movie. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Jurassic Park will always be my favorite um, trilogy of all time, aside from um, uh, aside from like RoboCop. Yeah, but like, yeah, dude. Well, I'm I not saying the- that I'm really crazy about the trilogy. I just love Jurassic Park, the original. Yeah, I do like the other ones. But the original to me, Jurassic Park was just the like Lost one World of the best. was always my favorite one. Yeah, lo- really? Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna have a problem with now. Yeah, because that I thought that was the worst one. But I think the third one was the worst. Oh, uh, you might be right. This Hell Nah is brought to you by Nailed by Laura G. Ladies, you want to get looking right for the night? Make sure you hit up my girl Nailed by Laura G. It's October and it's Halloween season, so Tacos with Beer is going dark. Super dark. And hollow, um, Halloween. Alfonso's about to share some spooky stories. I, I could be Halloween. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to talk about Skinwalker Ranch and how it became a hotbed for paranormal activity, man. Ooh. So reports persist of UFO crop circles, cattle mutilation, and shape-shifting creatures impervious to bullets. Oh, what? Yeah, man, a bunch of crazy shit happening over there in the Utah Basin, man. You can't throw a fucking rock somewhere and not hit somebody who hasn't been fucking abducted or hasn't seen (laughs) a fucking alien report or seen some kind of lights in the sky, seen all kinds of crazy shit, man. So this property, known by many now as Skinwalker Ranch, has had so much activity, probably the most in the U.S., you know, and maybe around the world, to be honest, because there's all kinds of reports coming out of there about 
shapeshifters, uh, fucking aliens, lights. Where is this at? In the in Utah, Utah, yeah, There's northern a lot of crazy Utah. shit going on in Utah. Ain't that where poly- polygamy? Came to say, oh, polygamy, yeah. Ain't that like anything illegal over there? <laughs> it's not illegal. It's, it's legal. Oh, I have no idea. Or is it just and not illegal at all? It's not legal anywhere in the U.S. Oh, no, I don't. Be- well, because I, I remember be seeing, a, that, I remember seeing, honest. I remember seeing a show uh, about that. I th- my sister's wives. I don't know if you ever seen that show. My wife is like addicted. That was, not H- addicted. That, was a, that was a HBO series. No, it's a. Hmm. I think it's a TLC series. My wife likes. Oh, that I'm show. sorry. Uh, I think the HBO series I was thinking of it was uh, Big Love. Yes, I guess. Yeah, that's about polygamy. Yeah, it's about the Mormons and their wives. Yeah, can you imagine that having a bunch of wives? That's a bunch <laughs> of headaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like fun, but Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. All right. Some have called it a supernatural place. Others deemed it cursed. Terry Sherman got so spooked by the happenings on his new cattle ranch that 18 months after moving his family of four to the property known by many as Skinwalker Ranch in northern Utah, he sold the property of 512 acres away. So this guy was ready to get rid of it. Yeah, man. Like his family experienced a ton of crazy stuff, bro. Like. One example of it would be like, you know, he went grocery shop. His wife went grocery shopping and she came home with the groceries, put everything up, went upstairs, changed clothing, came back down and everything was put back out on the counter. You uh, know, little things like that. Like there was another incident, like one of the first ones that he experienced was he was out there with his son, you know, and this guy, you know, if you own 512 acres of property, you, you need to have guns. So, you yeah. know, you got to kill wolves or whatnot trying to come onto your property, especially because, you know, they're, they raise cattles, you know, and they have bulls and other things like that, that are like really important for the property to keep, you know, your money going. Yeah. So, uh, he runs, he's out there with his son doing some work and they see like a huge, like a huge wolf, just taller than he was. He's about like five, nine taller than him. He walks up to him and he, him and his son are like super scared. You know, they're like, Oh shit, what the fuck? (laughs) And, the the wolf is just kind of looking at them, just kind of like scoping them out. Yeah. And uh, then he just starts to walk away. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then as he's walking away, he kind of runs over to where the cattle are. And, yeah. I mean, where the cows are. Yeah. And he starts attacking one of the cows. So the owner of the property. It sounds like a normal wolf to me. Yeah. He gets scared. He grabs his. He gets mad, obviously. He's like, shit, you're killing one of my cows. He grabs his gun. Starts shooting at the creature yeah. right, that he's seeing and nothing. The dude's like not even fucking flinching. Finally, he tells his son to bring out his bigger rifle. Well, maybe he was missing the whole time. The or maybe the six. rifle was uh, had blanks in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's what's reported. And he shot it with the, with the gun, with the higher caliber rifle. And he finally got him to move. The wolf kind of looked at him. Then, you know, he fucking took off running. And they kind of chased it down this, like, uh, path. And then yeah. out of nowhere, like, the prince disappeared, and he was completely gone, you know? So really? it was just, like, just it a just bunch disappeared. of... disappeared. Yeah, it was just a crazy stuff, nope. you know? So his family was, like, he felt like he was being attacked by a, a ton of stuff. By the time that he sold a property, they were, like, they were so spooked that he never even wanted people to know his real name. Because it, it did... It did you know, bring up a lot of commotion. So there was a lot of news and a lot of people coming out and, you know, trying to check out 
what the fuck was going on over there. Yeah. You know, I think that ghost that, you know, that was when he went to go put up the groceries and he had, him, you know, left, came back and all the groceries are out. That's, that's just pettiness to me. <laughs> I felt like that that ghost was either a teenager or that was his wife. Didn't like the way he put fuck it, it up. Casper. Yeah, he didn't like the way she he put up the groceries. And she's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to bring all these groceries out and I'm going to do it the right way. That That's what that sounds like. Yeah, so he and his wife, Gwen, shared their chilling experiences with local reporters in June of 1996. They'd seen materi- mysterious crop circles, the Sherman said, and UFOs and the systematic and repeated mutilation of their cattle in an oddly surgical and bloodless manner. Within three months of that story's publication, Los Angeles, I'm sorry, Las Vegas real estate magnate and UFO enthusiast Robert Bigelow bought the property for 200,000. So Mm. he was like really intrigued by this property, right? So, so many people are now and they were. So he bought the property and he came up with this whole team of scientists uh, to go in there and investigate it because, you know, he wanted to have like real tangible proof that he could show to people. Right. So yeah. they spend like 10 years, him and those scientists. And these aren't just like your everyday like these are like PhDs, you yeah. know, that are like in there, like looking for actual explanations of what is actually happening there so that they could just be like, no, it's actually the magnetic field on this thing, you know? Yeah, they could debunk but, a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, you know, that that whole thing was so big that even the U.S. Uh, the US government got involved, and they even got, got, they got government funding for, really? their, for that team, yeah. So they went on and did, they researched it for about 10 years. It was really inconclusive. None of the findings were really reported because they're kind of sealed away and classified. I don't know. That means they found something. <laughs> I don't know, man. But so that they means they found it away. something over there. Yeah, it maybe because it if, be if right. you classify something and you don't want to talk about it no more, that means you found something. Yeah. So under the under the name the National Institute of Discovery Science, which is known as NIDS, Bigelow set up around the clock surveillance of the ranch, hoping to get to the bottom of the paranormal claims. But while that surveil- uh, surveillance yielded a book called Hunt for the Skinwalker, uh, Science Confronts the Unexplained at the Remote Ranch in Utah, in which several of the researchers claimed to have seen paranormal activities, they were unable to capture any meaningful physical evidence supporting the Sherman's incredible stories. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were saying that yeah, they couldn't. Of course. You know, so this guy who was there reporting on it, he was originally he. He was there as a as a news guy, and he yeah. wanted to make a story, you know. But uh, he, they ended up uh, t- not giving him permission to put out a, a documentary because that's really what he wanted to do. Because there's so many substantial claims coming out of this property, you know, about yeah. aliens, and you know, while they were there, they would report like you could hear movements uh-huh. on the bottom, like if there was like construction going on, and you could hear like machines kind of moving. Oh, yeah. You they know? found aliens. <laughs> no, it's that's the underground where they're building their ships, or they could be building a time, uh, a time portal. I'm right. telling you, yeah, that's something else that they report around that same area is like portals opening up. Yeah, you know? okay. You think See, Satan's gonna I, come out? Nah, and be that's like, I'm telling you, you they're time <laughs> They're time traveling over there. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you don't say nothing and it becomes classified, yeah, they they hide some shit. Well, see, you know, this where's is... this place at? I say we go take a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a private property, so you can't get on the property mm. without permission. You know, 
Uh, Robert Bigelow doesn't own it anymore. I believe he sold the property in 2012, but there is another millionaire dude who bought the property. Yeah. And, like, he started doing his own show now. He's got something going on on History Channel with it. Really? Yeah, man. It's called... Well, yeah, uh, because they actually cleaned everything out, cleared it all out. Then it's like, all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's some shit going down over there. Yeah, so they're trying to... He's doing his own research. This new guy who owns the property now. But, like... You know, one of the weird things about it was, like, things tend to happen when you uh, dig, right? So yeah. really bad things tend to happen. So Where is like, this at? Utah? Uh, it's in the U- Utah Basin, so it would be, like, northern Utah. Is that over there? Where is Utah at? Right next to, right next to Nevada, right? Yes. Right next to Area 51? <laughs> I'm telling you. Pretty close, yep. actually. There it is. Not, not bad. You only got to convince me because I know where it's at. I already know what's going down. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm telling you. Like, people are still, like, really, really into this property. And, like, there's so much stuff happening there all the To this day, even with that new documentary that they're working on, that mm-hmm. I told you about that new guy who owns the property. Yeah. He has a new show. I checked it out, and uh, there's a ton of stuff that they're doing that they, they just can't explain. A lot of stuff that happens. Yeah. You know, it's like they'll... They'll shoot a camera somewhere and Uh like they'll change like the uh, I guess like the setting to where I can see like infrared. Yeah. And you'll see like structures lit up all over the place. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like if there's like some kind of energy. UFO? (laughs) Yeah. UFO energy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. So I'm telling you, it's 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 some crazy shit, man. I don't know if it's aliens or if it's just people that have been here for fucking hundreds of years, you know, millions of years. It's a time. And we think we think that you know how big is this ranch here uh it's 512 acres 512 acres yeah man it's 512 acres it's it's a huge property for 200,000 bro yeah that's what I'm saying that's a lot (laughs) 200,000 512 acres but it's also Utah this is back in like 1996 so what do you think it is now in 1997 huh how much do you think that uh ranch is worth now, I don't know, man. I mean, he got it for 200000 like we said. So I would say probably over a million dollars. Really? Yeah, I mean, because think about it. It's 512 acres, so. Yeah, because you, you know, know what? 200 some thousand. that's like a normal price for a house now. So I wouldn't be expect a 512 acre to be that much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, you know, the lens of certain cameras costs about 200000 Yeah. Like literally holding a house in your hand. Basically. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so according to Hunt for the Skidwalker, odd objects have been spotted overhead since the first European explorers arrived in 1776. Franciscan uh, missionary Sylvester Velez de Escalante wrote about strange fireballs appearing over his campfire in El Rey. And before the Europeans, of course, indigenous people occupied the Utah Basin. And, you know, had always talked about saying that that land was cursed. And there's there's this thing that they believe in, which is called a shapeshifter. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like demons. To them, it was like a demon source where... It could shape into whatever form. Yeah, it could, you know, like you might see it as a wolf or yeah. you might see it as a person. Have you ever seen True Blood on, on HBO? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean, I've only seen like maybe the first season. Yeah, so like that guy, um, I think his name is, uh, man, I forgot his name. I think his name is Sam. And uh, he's a shapeshifter. So whatever animal he sees, he can form into that that animal. Yeah. So you think there's some guys out there forming into animals, (laughs) basically. Dude, imagine if you had that kind of power. Bro, it'd be game over. 
<laughs> game over. See, it's like you bust into somebody's house. Like, oh my god! You know how they always say, "I wish like I was into a dog." Like, you what? know how they always say, "I wish I was a fly in the room." You know, <laughs> don't fuck around. I'm gonna be the fly in the room. <laughs> it's like that dude with like the Invisible Man. Yeah, first. you, you know, know what? I saw like, that movie. That yeah. you ever seen the movie, The Invisible Man, the new one? No, not the new one. But I've seen like the original stuff with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that Kevin one? Bacon. Yeah. I saw. I just recently <laughs> saw the 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 Invisible Man, the 2020 version. Yeah, was it any good? Kind of garbage, a little bit. Yeah, it's 2020. Yeah, I know, I know. It makes sense too, because it seems like because even that movie with Kevin Bacon was already a a remake, but yeah. it was it was decent. And you know, you're talking about a remake of a remake. Of yeah, a remake. this one they kind of made it. They try to make it a little bit more scarier, but it's yeah. like, bro, how can it be? What's what's scary about an Invisible Man? Like. Dude, that just seems like a creep. What do you mean? <laughs> Is it something? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because that was the whole thing about it, right? Where yeah. it was like Invisible Man. Where they, it's like, I think they just kind of like they made a bigger, uh, a bigger uh, uh, a story for it. Like this new one was about uh, like a guy he was tormenting his girlfriend or his ex girlfriend. He was very abusive, and apparently she tried to claim that he, he died of suicide, and she was like all happy, but he was like really rich, but he was also in like in the tech industry. So he, he created the suit that made him invincible. So he kind of faked his own death and then put on the suit and then found out where she lived and then started tormenting her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm Talk about you. salty. Yeah, you ain't lying. Exes are Jesus, taking it. Let exes, it are, go. Uh, exes are taking it to another level. Let that motherfucker go. Ain't and she wouldn't even all that. I wouldn't stalk her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, if I'm invisible, shit, I'm gonna go do stalk somebody super hot. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like this whole property has always had like all kinds of strange things happening. You're right about the road trip. Let's go over there and break into this fucking property. Damn. And I say we fucking, the first thing we do is we dig. Yeah. And if we die, then we learned our lesson. Yeah. But if we survive, if we'll we come died, back you already know we'll what happened. you guys yeah. that what we did over there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. I think my wife has to, have to come back at a certain time, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be like, Phil, or else you get the belt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate everybody hanging out with us today, guys. Uh, this is our very first professional podcast live. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, we want to shout it out. It was to a our- lot of work, man. Oh my god, it was a lot of work. Yeah, it was. It was a little tiring. <laughs> Every time we take on something, man. You just, know what? That just it just you but know we do it, it because we like what we're doing. Yeah, and we're trying. We to set a goal for best. ourselves, and we yeah. we accomplish it. Yep. I like that. I like that. Yep. Shout out to our sponsors, Nail by Laura G. Ladies, you want to get your nails looking right, make sure you hit up my girl. Uh, please check out the po- uh, the website, tacoswithbeer.com. We all have the latest podcasts and the latest videos on there as well. Make sure you subscribe to all of our social media accounts. And make sure you tune in because we are going to be giving out some merch and selling some merch. Yeah, man. So we got we got another giveaway coming up pretty soon. And this so. one's going to be for the fellas. Yeah, man. So there'll be some cash involved. So thanks, guys. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. Remember, always, always, always keep those tacos spicy. Right, I said that wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you should say. Hold on, what did I say? It's a, oh yeah. Make sure you no. Make sure you keep those tacos hot and spicy. And those beers coming. And We're we out. out. Hey, will you guys let me know if this ever airs? I hate goodbyes. Get the hell out of here. Bye, Felicia. Thank God, go home.